Welcome to Hold Fast, a radio outreach ministry of Golgotha Fellowship in Nampa, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Marty teaches us verse by verse, chapter by chapter, book by book, through the Word of God. To listen to any of these messages in their entirety or to find out more about our fellowship, please visit GolgothaFellowship.org. Let's listen in to today's message, and may the Lord richly bless you. What have I to ask beside? Can I doubt His tender mercy? But I think there's a point here because Jesus didn't care that she went on and on and on. She kept asking and she was supposed to. That's her heart. And that's what we do for our kids, right? And that's what we do for the people we love. But that's what we should do for each one of us. Just keep praying and seeking the Lord. You know, and, and we're going to, if you want to put your finger in Matthew 15 and, and Mark 7, we're going to flip back and forth a little bit today. I just want to give you that, that heads up. Because we get far better context of this story when we look at both of those chapters. We kind of fill in the gaps. And that's what I love about the Gospels. There's gaps, but then the Gospels bring the full message. So we're going to look at that. But in Matthew 15, verse 23, it tells us that Jesus answered not a word. He just remained silent. Um, he, just, he just sat there and let her ask over and over. And I, and I told you last week that he was trying to draw something out of her. I truly believe that. That he was drawing something out of her. And, and we got to be blessed by seeing what came out of her. Because it was humility. But also this. I want you to recognize this. Because we're going to look at this. And, and the verse is probably up on the screen. Jesus was also trying to draw something out of his disciples. To teach you and me something. Because notice this. Matthew 15, 23 says, But he answered her not a word. And his disciples came and urged him, saying, Send her away, for she cries out after us. The idea here is that the disciples were annoyed by her. Lord, she's bothering us. She keeps crying out. She won't shut up. She goes on and on and on, you know. She won't be quiet. And it's bothering us. And I just think there's such a great lesson for you and me in this. You know, when people need help, when people are in our lives and we, we see that they need that help, you know, we're not just to throw them aside because they annoy us. You know, and I'm thankful that you, you guys are so charitable <laughs> because then I can be your pastor. But here's the thing. When people annoy you, when people, you know, bug you in your flesh, just keep praying and seeking the Lord. Don't cast them aside because God didn't cast you aside. And it's not always easy. I'm, uh, come on. Let's be honest. We always try to be honest, right? It's church. So, but the thing is, is sometimes it's not easy, but hang in there, endure. But this lady, I love it. She just kept asking. And I love this too. In Matthew 15, we get a little more of the story. We actually get a little more that is said before what we looked at a little bit last week. Matthew 15, verse 24 and 25 says this, but he answered her. So he finally answers and said, I was not sent except to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Then she came and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. Did you see that? This Gentile woman came to the Lord so humbly, she came worshipping him. And notice she says, Lord, help me. Lord, help me. And back in Mark 7, then we, we read this response from Jesus that I told you looks a little harsh. It sounds a little harsh. Last week I talked about it. It sounds a little harsh, like Jesus is being harsh with her. 
But again, he's trying to draw something out, and he's teaching all of us a lesson through this. Mark 7, 27, But Jesus said to her, Let the children be filled first, for it is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the little dogs. He calls her a little dog. And I told you how sometimes it seems like Jesus is being cruel to you and me. But he's not being cruel. Not only is he testing your heart, but he's trying to draw something out of you and me. He wants to get all of that stuff out of our heart because he wants to fill it with him. In Mark 7, 28, I love this. And she answered him, or answered and said to him, Yes, Lord. Did you see that? Yet even the little dogs under the table eat from the children's crumbs. I just love that. Her first two words back are not, oh, well, okay, fine. They'll be that way, you know? It's not fleshly. It's not angry. It's not upset. It's humble. Yes, Lord. Isn't this lady amazing? Yes, Lord, she says. And I love this. You know, the thing about it, though, you know, it's an oxymoron to say no, Lord. What'd you call me? <laughs> no, you know an oxymoron like jumbo shrimp, you know, the, the words that don't really line up. They, they have uh, a, an opposite meaning, kind of like almost exactly. That's another one, one of my favorites. Or deafening silence, which is what I usually hear after one of my jokes, you know. But I, I keep trying, you know. One day, one day I'm a work in progress. But to say, I want you to realize this. No Lord is an oxymoron. Do you realize that in your own life? If he's Lord, you can't say no. And if you say no, he's not Lord. Because Lord means he's everything. Yes, Lord. It's the only appropriate answer. But I will say this, none of us are perfect, not this side of heaven. So we know the reality of all those moments when the Lord is trying to draw something out of us, when we're going through difficulty or hard times, it's not always easy to say, yes, Lord, is it? And we just keep praying and praying. And remember, there's always three answers to the prayer. It's either yes, no, or wait, right? And eventually God reveals his plan like this, this woman. He was silent until it was time to speak. And just remember, like, you know, that old country song, I won't sing it, but, you know, I thank God for unanswered prayers. Well, okay, you know, there's not good theology in that song, but I will say this. I thank God for many times I prayed for something and God said no, or God had me wait. I am so thankful that God didn't give me so many of the things I prayed for. Again, I wouldn't be standing here today. But I love this because we're to be like this humble lady, this humble mom who didn't get angry. She didn't let her faith waver and she didn't let her pride rise up. And the contrast to those Pharisees we saw last week is striking. You know, last week we saw this. We saw how those religious Jewish leaders, those supposed keepers of the law, teachers of the law, those arrogant know-it-alls, those weasels, remember? They didn't recognize who it was before them. But this humble lady, this non-religious Gentile woman, she knew who Jesus was. This is the Lord. And back in Matthew 15, we don't have to look at this, but you know, one of the things we read early on when she saw Jesus, she cried out to him, Son of David. Do you know what that is? That's a messianic title. This Gentile woman. Remember how women were treated, especially in the eyes of the Pharisees. They were lowly. They were nothing pray. You know, I'm, I'm glad I'm not a woman. I'm glad I'm not a dog, you know, or a Gentile. Women were not considered. Jesus, by the way, the lie in the nation, in the world today is that Jesus, you know, Christianity tears women down. Jesus did more for women than any other person on the face of the planet. Well, he did more for men too, but 
to raise them up because they were considered property. But here this Gentile woman, and Gentiles were considered lowly as dogs. Many of the Pharisees, many of the leaders of that day, felt like Gentiles were just to fuel the fires of hell. And so look at the contrast. A humble woman, a Gentile woman, she knows this is the son of David. Mashiach, this is Messiah. And yet these Pharisees didn't recognize their own creator, the one they supposedly taught about, the one they supposedly prayed for. You know, I often think about the contrast of this. Remember Palm Sunday? When Jesus comes humbly into Jerusalem on the back of a donkey, back of a donkey, a humble animal. Something fascinating about donkeys, have you ever studied this out? You know, most donkeys, pretty much all of them, have a, have a mark on their fur. Have you, do you know about this? Across their shoulders and down their back. That's the shape of a cross. It's, it's really fascinating. I'm not saying there's anything there. I'm just saying there's probably something there. <laughs> but here's the thing. Jesus chose to come humbly. He rode a donkey humbly. And remember, they're crying out, Baruch Hashem Adonai, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And they're receiving their humble king. But in the temple, over in the religious area, I always think about the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the scribes in their fancy dress and their fancy garb with their public prayers, praying, oh, bring us Messiah. Because they had this image of Messiah, of a political savior. He'd come in on a white horse with a sword, and we know that's coming, but it wasn't time. But they, all they were concerned about was Israel, making Israel great again. They had nothing but an idea of a political savior. Kill these Romans, destroy these Romans. Their idea of the Messiah was totally different than who the Messiah really was. And they missed it. They missed it. They're praying in the temple, bring us Mashiach. And he's riding a donkey in the street behind them. And they missed it. That's what religion does. That's what arrogance does. But this lady... She didn't miss it. The religious men of Israel missed it, but she didn't. This humble lady is then commended by Jesus. You know, in Matthew 15, 28, Jesus calls her faith great. That's what he thought of her. But she's no hypocrite. Look at her response, verses 29 and 30. Then he said to her, for this saying, for her response, for her humble response, for this saying, go your way. The demon has gone out of your daughter. And when she had come to her house, she found the demon gone out and her daughter lying on the bed. Huh. When we come before the Lord with humility, and we recognize who He truly is, Jesus Christ will always answer your prayers. It's not always exactly how we want it, don't get me wrong, but it's always what we need. And you know, I love another passage. You don't have to turn over here, I'll just read it to you. But in Matthew 23, it just reminds me of the contrast we're looking at in this chapter. Verses 11 through 12 says this, But he who is greatest among you shall be your servant. And whoever exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. And you can put in herself in there too, okay? You ladies don't get off the hook here. But it's true. Humble yourself before the Lord. You know, he gives grace to the humble, but he resists the proud. But she came humbly before Jesus. And she continued to cry out to him, but it was humble. It wasn't arrogant. She didn't demand. This has been Hold Fast, a radio outreach ministry of Golgotha Fellowship in Nampa, Idaho. Thank you for listening today. If you would like to hear this message again, or any other in their entirety, please visit GolgothaFellowship.org. Our fellowship meets in Southeast Nampa, and our Sunday services are at 10 a.m. For more information visit our website. 
Until next time, may the Lord richly bless you. Hi folks, Pastor Marty here. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the teaching today. You know, it's my prayer that it's encouraged you to continue faithfully in the study of God's Word. I think it's so crucially important that these days the body of Christ stay in grounded and anchored in the Word of God as the world around us is sinking in the waves of false doctrine and the opinions of men. If you are seeking a church family, a church home, and you live in the Southeast Nampa area, I want to personally invite you. Our Sunday services are at 10 a.m. and we currently meet at East Valley Middle School. That's right off Greenhurst and Happy Valley. If you want to find out more, if you have any questions, you need directions, you want to catch up on a message, or if you have a prayer request, just go to our website, golgothafellowship.org. Let me help you spell that. It's G-O-L-G-O-T-H-A fellowship.org. Until next time, may God bless you and remember to hold fast.